less stress, more time, more money. Welcome to the Cash Flow Contractor, short with Martin Holland. It's the little things that matter most. Hi, this is Martin, and welcome to this short episode of the Cash Flow Contractor, which I want to talk about the little things. My favorite business philosopher is a man named Jim Rohn, and he has a quote that I just love. He says, failure is a few small errors in judgment repeated every day. Success is a few small disciplines practiced every day. And he is so right. He says also uh, in another place, I think this was in his uh, CD set called Challenge to Succeed. He said the thing about the, the small disciplines is that they're generally easy to do, but they're also easy to not do. And that's why many of us fall down on doing the little things. I think another reason is that a lot of us don't realize how important the little things are. We spend our time trying to get the bigger contract or get the name out there or to get more uh, crews on the ground or get the big job. We're elephant hunting, as they say. We're always looking for the next big score. That is not where prosperity comes from. Matter of fact, if you get the big score before you've got the little things handled, you're probably going to be in a lot of trouble. Now, let me give you some examples of what I'm talking about. I think I mentioned this in one of our uh, full-length podcasts, but I've got what I call the 1% rule. And the 1% rule is this. If you can increase your gross profit margins by 1%, you will increase your net profit by 14.5%. Not going to go into why that works, but for the average company in the United States, that's true. Now, first off, you have to know what gross profit margins are. You have to know what your gross profit margins are so that you can improve them. But 1% increase in gross profit margin will increase your net profit by 14.5%. Can you improve 1%? If you dare answer no, I'm going to kick you off this podcast because every one of us can increase and improve 1% and then we can do it again and do it again and do it again if we pay attention and realize how valuable that is. Give you a couple of practical examples. An electrical contractor who runs five trucks. What we spent out to do was saying, you can't buy things cheaper and you can't hire an electrician cheaper because they cost what they cost, parts cost what they cost. So we chose to approach it by, can we get one more job per week? The answer was yes. And in the immediate two-month period where we measured that, right after we did it, it made $27,000 additional profit to the guy. Okay? $27,000. But how did he do it? He paid attention to the little things. What does it take to get one more job per week? Well, you start looking. The guys are going to the supply house. The guys don't have the part that they needed. The guys have to run back to the office. The guys don't realize that uh, where their next job was, so they're not scheduling efficiently. So those things aren't necessarily easy to bring under control, but they are the little things. Get control of those little things that matter. Um, I have to give you another example, and this one's a little more intricate, but I have a good friend who runs a uh, business. It's about a $4 million a year business, and uh, there it is now. Last year it was in the threes, and he made $350,000 net profit. That's okay. That's not enough, but that's okay. It's a net profit. 
The problem was, you have $785,000 in accounts receivable. Do you have to guess what his issue was? How to manage cash when you have more than double your annual net profit loaned out to your customers as accounts receivable. So we started talking about it, and the first thing to do when you want to correct something, even that's a big thing, but it takes little steps to correct it, was to measure it. So one of the things we did was we measured it, and we found out that his average sale was outstanding for 75 days. 75 days from the time he could bill somebody to the time he actually got paid. Well, obviously, we're going to go in there and try to speed up those collection times. Well, it was a little difficult to do in this man's case because he deals with big companies, large national accounts, and you can try to move them and speed them up, but it's just not going to happen. They use their weight and their influence and their control of the markets to kind of dictate the terms. But in our looking at it, 75 days outstanding, it turns out that 11 days of those 75 was due to their late billing practices. Guys would go out, they would come back, and they wouldn't have completed the job, so they'd have to go out with one more part, and maybe that's three days later. Then they would come back, but they hadn't filled out all the reports that were required to bill the customer, so they, the office had to chase them down. But anyway, we figured that that took 11 days. That was entirely within their control, and they're working on it right now. But if he can take that 75 days down to 64 days, that frees up, I won't give you the math in this short episode, $110,000 worth of cash that he can use to operate his company. So it sounds like a big thing, but the little thing is getting the guys to take the parts with them, getting the guys to fill out their uh, forms so that they can do billing, not letting it go till tomorrow, and then over the weekend till Monday, and then maybe Wednesday, and then the guy got sick, and then maybe it's now it's two weeks. Okay, so it's the little things. It's always the little things that that make the difference, and that's where we're going to find our improvement. Um, I have to just throw in one more example. Um, had a guy. We did a study. We we looked at what it took, how much he had to sell to break even, just to pay his um, overhead expenses. You know, his uh, insurance and his office rent and his utilities and his software and just the overhead expenses that you have to pay every month whether you're working or not well we did an analysis of this man and we came up with a number and then we divided it by the days in the month and it turned out that each one of the guys working for him had to work eight hours or seven hours a day just to earn enough gross profit to pay the overhead the eighth hour was the profit hour because you don't make any profit on a job. You only make margins. You use margins to pay overhead. After overhead's paid, they begin uh, to accumulate as profit. Uh, margins begin to accumulate as profit after you've paid all your overhead. Well, in this case, it took seven hours of labor from each guy who worked for this man just to pay all the overhead bills. The eighth hour was the profit hour. Over half the time, the guys working for him weren't working eight-hour days. So the little thing in this case was make damn sure everybody's working the full eight hours every day. When you sacrifice a little thing, oh, it doesn't matter if they go home a little early today. Yeah, it does. You may have paid all your expenses, but that's not why you're in business. You're in business to make a profit, ultimately to convert that profit to cash. But anyway, my advice from this, well, not my advice, my admonition to you guys and you ladies 
is know where the little leaks are in your business and fix them. It's the little things that are going to make you prosper. It's not chasing the big school. Thanks for listening to The Cashflow Contractor. Check out our website in the show notes or visit thecashflowcontractor.com.